Hello, this is The Playground and my name is Julia. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about getting what you want and having it not be exactly how you thought it would be. Or I guess another way to say this would be essentially having expectations. I wanted to do this podcast episode because I recently had an experience where I thought I wanted something, or at least the idea of that thing, and when I actually experienced it, I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't even really enjoy the situation. So for this episode, I chose the song Tongue Tied by Group Love.
All right, so that was Tongue Tied by Group Love. And the reason why I chose the song was because when thinking about expectations or a situation that's fun, I thought that this song kind of embodied that thrilling experience one might think they would have when they think of everything they want, whatever fun experience it might be. While the lyrics, I don't really have any analysis for it, I think just the feeling I feel whenever I listen to this song and the excitement it brings me kind of makes me think of made-up situations in my head. And many times, whenever I do have expectations, reality never is able to match those expectations. And so for this episode, I just kind of wanted to go through a list of getting what I thought I wanted and it not really being what I thought it would be. And I think it's important to disclose situations like this because you can look at somebody else's Instagram, what they have shown their life to be, and you can think that, oh my gosh, I want what they have because they look happy in it. And if it makes them happy, it might make me happy. And what I've come to realize is throughout my long life of 20 years old, (laughs) I've come to realize that what makes another person happy does not make you happy and that's okay. What makes you happy may not make another person happy. And part of life is really getting to know yourself. What makes you happy? What do you not enjoy doing? This extends even further to dynamics. Like what people do you enjoy spending time around versus what people maybe are not the best fit for you compatibility wise. I think it's really important to learn these things about yourself because recently I've been going through a phase of really questioning myself, especially within the realm of people. There are a few people in my life right now where I'm questioning if I really am staying friends with them because I feel obligated to because they're nice, there's nothing inherently wrong with them, but I don't feel like we're that compatible in terms of friendship-wise. Maybe we just have different values, or we're both so busy we can't really make time for each other. I mean, the list really goes on, but I really have been trying to get to know myself recently and become more confident in the decisions I make. And something else I've kind of realized, and this doesn't extend to every area of life, but I think it's okay to make a decision, live with that decision, and then backtrack a little. Maybe you made a decision where you decided to distance yourself from someone, and maybe it worked in that time, and then you came to a place a little bit farther down the road when you realized, you know what, I had that distance from that person, that workplace, that class maybe, and I feel better now, and I want to revisit it, see where I am right now. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to learn and grow and evolve. But really knowing what suits and benefits you all comes with getting to know yourself better. One of the most recent examples of getting what I thought I wanted, but it not turning out to be how I wanted it to be in my mind, was a friend group. I said this in a previous episode, I believe it was my spring break episode where I visited one of my friends for spring break and I hung out with her friend group and it was so much fun. And in the city, 
I don't really have a friend group. I have friends that I hang out with one-on-one, -on -one, but I don't really have a distinguished friend group where we all hang out together. And that kind of made me feel self-conscious because I want that feeling of a friend group, of a camaraderie, of a, of a community. So recently I had an experience with a so-called friend group. And what I realized was it wasn't what my expectations were at all, really. In my mind, I thought a friend group was a tight-knit, close group of friends who were able to call each other at any moment and hang out. It would just be like a really relaxed dynamic. But when I was hanging out with this friend group, it almost felt stressful in a way. There were different dynamics in the friend group where people were closer to each other than others and then I would try and get to know the other people in the friend group but then I would get insecure and I felt like maybe they didn't like me and it was just a stressful experience overall. And that might just have to do with the fact that it was a fairly new friend group and the more times we hung out, the more comfortable we came around each other. But I don't know if this is just me, but I didn't entirely enjoy hanging out in a group all that much. I felt like there was this pressure to just conform to the group and the group's interest and I don't really mind that all the time but I think in my case if a friend group is your main source of social contact then it could be kind of difficult because maybe the group's interests are just completely different from your own and that's kind of how I felt. In fact, I thought there were even some moments where I just kind of felt unheard. I remember we were all having a discussion and I feel so bad saying this, but I felt like I was getting cut off all the time and it made me feel so uncomfortable. Not to say any of these people are bad people, like I, they're all great, they're all fun to spend time with, but I think just the situations where we're all together, I felt very unseen. Whereas when I hang out with my friends one-on-one, -on -one, I feel seen, I feel heard, I feel a very strong connection with each of my friends. And I think maybe that's just the friend dynamic that I'm better suited for. The next example of a situation where my expectations were so big in comparison to reality was the school I transferred into. The school I transferred into has a fairly large social media presence. They have a large global presence. They also have a reputation for being a certain type of school. It's really easy to kind of get sucked into this idea of the image that's being presented to you to essentially get you to go to this school. I went to the school for a number of different reasons, but mostly because of how this education I'm going to school for most suits my interests. But as far as the marketing tactics that are used to try and invite new students in, those weren't the main reasons why I attended this particular school. But I mean, when you go to school in New York City, I think there's kind of an expectation of how it's going to be. And what was unfortunate was that I transferred into the school during COVID. So my first year was so difficult, I dare say miserable. I was really challenged that year. And while I grew so much during my first year at the school, it was really difficult and I am trying to not romanticize the memories I have. I think it's really easy to romanticize 
the past, especially in New York City, it's really easy to romanticize the city, but to recognize the hardships and difficulties that I experienced during my first year, not only is something that I'm kind of embarrassed about because a lot of what I did experience was not what the school is known for. I'm at a point now where I feel like I'm past the embarrassment of it just because through the transition from online to in-person classes, I've met so many other students who had similar experiences, maybe not exactly, but I realized at this point that I'm not alone. And although it was a very difficult semester, very difficult few semesters, the things I've learned I they're insurmountable and I always think like would I have learned those things if COVID didn't happen COVID really revealed a lot of things to me just the nature of being isolated (laughs) really having a lot of time to myself and the thing is I don't know I think maybe at some point I would have had to have learned but at the same time I also feel like maybe I wouldn't have learned until further down in my life and I'm really glad that I did get to learn at a younger age. It's really interesting because the things that really shaped and formed me were things that I had experienced before. And the only thing different about this experience versus my prior one was that I was isolated essentially. So I had to really work through these issues myself. Whereas in the past, I had a social group and a social support system where I didn't really have to focus on the issues at hand. I was able to just kind of sweep them under the rug and hang out with my friends and forget about all the issues. And what's really interesting is that I didn't really realize they were issues when they happened in the past. The only reason why I realized that these issues and challenges I was dealing with were something, were things that I needed help with was because it was taken to the extreme level of (laughs) mental health things. And so sometimes you just have to really hit an extreme to recognize that you need help. I feel like I kind of got off on a tangent there, but all this to say, my expectation for the school I transferred into, while academically completely filled my expectations and even surpassed what I thought my education would ever be, as far as college life goes, yeah, I would say that my college life has definitely not been what I thought it would be and that's okay. It sounds cheesy to say like, oh, it's okay that it wasn't what I thought it was because it it's better. I wouldn't say it's better per se. It's kind of like comparing pineapples to pebbles. Like just really not in the same lane. I would say that college has a stereotype for being social. But for me, college really has just been a place of learning, both academically and personally. While it's been extremely difficult and challenging in some areas, I think, I genuinely think I'm a better person because of everything that I experienced and went through. The next situation I wanted to discuss is my podcast. Now, I would say that when I initially started my podcast, I didn't have an expectation of where it would go, what would happen, but I did start this podcast with an insane amount of passion in me. I was so excited to start this project. It felt like a long time in waiting. I've reached a point now where, yes, I have a podcast. I'm really excited about it. But there are realities that come with it. The upkeep, the constant flow of content. I've been thinking a lot about creators and how they're forced to essentially have a constant flow of content coming out. Not all creators follow that. And even some creators who don't have a constant flow of content are still successful, which is amazing. 
I don't feel like I'm at a point now where I'm able to, where I'm not creating constant content, but I am at a point where I recognize that this is not a job per se, but it is something that I do have to work on. I initially started this podcast in hopes of being an interviewer and working on my interviewing skills. And unfortunately, just due to time constraints, I haven't been able to interview as many people as I would like. In fact, this podcast has kind of shifted more into a personal narrative podcast in terms of solo episodes, not in terms of interviews. Interviews are what excite me the most, and I found it really challenging, actually, to have a lot of solo episodes. I feel like there's only so much I can talk about myself before it becomes repetitive and redundant. Even recording these podcast episodes, I have noticed a pattern in it, but I said in a previous podcast episode that there is a beauty in having such a interconnected podcast because it shows growth, it shows the interconnectedness of ideas and different things in life, which, you know, all things are interconnected in some way, one way or another. In the summer, I really want to get back in the groove of interviews. I think I'll have more time then, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Kind of getting back on track on my expectation for this podcast. Something I've noticed because I haven't been doing interviews, but rather solo episodes, is really getting to know the way I speak. There are speech patterns that I've become so abundantly aware of that I am now working so hard to end. I'm not going to say them because I feel like if I say it, then you're just going to become overtly aware to every single annoying, in my opinion, speech pattern I have. But when editing these podcast episodes, I have this weird speech pattern that I'm like, wow, I speak like that. How have I gone through life speaking like this? And why has nobody told me how disgusting it sounds? But I think that is a plus from just having done so many solo episodes is recognizing a pattern in which I communicate isn't the most sonically appealing and having the space to practice and change that. The last situation I wanted to touch on about expectations is a relationship, actually. And I feel like relationships a lot of the times fit into this situation of expectations and it not being met. So to paint the picture for you, it starts off with young, naive, little Julia, and she meets this person, head over heels situation. This person was great. They were smart and kind, but there were definite compatibility issues. And I think young Julia, recognize that because she was unhappy but I don't think she internalized that they just weren't right for her and they were never going to be the right person for her. All this to say there was this expectation that young Julia had of if I get to this level of intimacy then everything will fall into place but then she would reach that goal and not even a goal but I guess just the milestone and it became a never-ending cycle of I needed to get to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, because whatever milestone was hit, her expectations were never met, or at least she was never fulfilled. And it was never that person's fault. They're their own person. 
it was really just the expectation of what young Julia wanted and having it not be fulfilled. I think this is a deeper conversation of relationships in general and knowing yourself and compatibility, which I really think is for another episode, but I wanted to bring up this example because in that situation, I had stayed far too long in that dynamic where not that I wasted time per se but I could have saved myself a lot of hurt just having moved on but something I always say to myself is that I don't think I would have ever been okay with letting that person go because I was always just so curious to see what happened next so it's weird because I feel like in some way I feel the slightest feeling of oh I stayed too long I should have known but the thing is is I didn't know but I also feel like I'm glad I stayed for the amount of time I did and I'm glad they were the one to cut it off because I would have never forgave myself if I had been the one to have left there's actually this Instagram post I saw and it was like religious but I think the sentiment is interesting so I'll kind of pass it on essentially the message was God made them leave you because he knew, he being God, knew that you weren't going to leave. And I just think it's really interesting. I'm not religious, but I do think it's interesting because when I think back to this person, I don't know if I would have left. And part of it is just because I was so young, and I still am. I still don't really know, like, I still don't know a lot of things. But the more I live, the more I realize how many more people there are. And I think when you're in a situation where you feel tunnel visioned, and you just don't know, you don't know what else is out there. You can't even comprehend or wrap your mind around someone else just being better suited for you. It can be really difficult to leave those situations. I feel like I'm at a place right now where I am second guessing myself again of if I should leave said person or dynamic. And that is something I will keep you updated on. Thank you so much for listening. That is today's episode. I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.